The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Classics, bro. You came in with the classics. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm with it, man. I'm with it, bro. Who was that? It was Marvin Gaye, man. Marvin Gaye. Hey, the late great no, bro, Marvin I Gaye. I ain't no uh, huge Marvin Gaye fanatic. I mean, I don't know. Hey, his, watch yourself, day nine. I don't know his. What I was meant to say was I don't know his music that well. Oh, okay, okay. But every time I hear it, it's always a you know what I'm saying a classic, a banger. Yeah, man. So I like that, man. He was saying some powerful stuff in there. Hey, the, the brother was immensely talented, man. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. How, how'd you how, how'd you come across that? Um, well, first and foremost, man, I. I can't even remember how I was introduced to this particular uh, track, which is called the Inner City Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know that, you know, my father, my mother, you know, like all of them, man, that generation, man, look, look, they live by Marvin. Yeah. You know, a lot of us was brought here by Marvin, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, sadly, in his situation, his father actually took him out, which is a case of, man, you know, as many of us would call it, man, black on black crime, mm-hmm. which... You know, no crime is great, man. But it's it's just it's especially, man, when you talking about uh, a family feud that's escalated to the point in which you know somebody's taken at the hands of their own family. Right. That's that's terrible, man. Bro, double it's terrible. Whammy. Yeah, yeah. You grieving two times, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, man. It's wild, bro. Yeah. Um, man, you know, uh. I got to doing a lot of thinking about a lot of things, man. And um, yeah. I want to ask you one question, brother, if I may. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about the elephant that's in the room. You got any idea what elephant I might be talking about, man? Uh, what's that? Drop it on me. Man, this month. What's, uh, what's this Black month? History Month, man. Okay, Black okay. History Month. All right, all right. So uh, with that being said, man, um, how do you feel about this month in particular? Mm, man, um, I feel like honestly, I don't. Um, I think it's great that uh, it's a month that's being noticed and it's being um acknowledged. I don't think you had a shirt on last week that said uh, one month can't hold our history, okay. and I think that's powerful because if we don't continue to bring it up, we don't continue to keep it relevant, then we just we'll forget about it. And I've been victim of that, you know, like. 
going through the month and forgetting it's Black History Month and not even thinking about it until somebody say something, whether it be in church or you bring it up or I hear about it in a conversation. So it's like you have to keep that relevant and present because if not, if you don't remember your history and remember where you came from and, not, and acknowledge that, it'll get lost along the whole process of life. Okay, I got another question for you, man. What's up? Um, this is just off the top of the um, brain. Yeah. So how do you feel when certain people may say, well, why should they get a month to celebrate their history? Hmm. To be honest, it's just like, yo, much of our history was lost and much of our history was erased. Um, and it wasn't as um it wasn't as upkept as some people's history. And um I think that's why it's important because a lot of us don't know where we come from. You know, a lot of our records and a lot of our heritage uh were taken away from us. And I think it's important for us to have something that's centered around finding that and re re uh revitalizing that. And reestablishing. Reestablishing, yeah, yeah man. So reestablishment. So exactly. That, yeah. Exactly. Um it's, you know, it's interesting, man. Um so I feel uh I'm I feel many many ways, man, about Black History Month. Yeah, what's your you take know, on it? Um so called Black History Month. Um my thing number one is this here. I feel like was number one. Let's let's again back to the elephant in the room. When we talking about months, this is the shortest month in the year, anyways. So, you know, for the same person that say, why should they get a month? We not even getting a whole month when you look at you know all the other months. Mm-hmm. You know, um, give or take leap year. Still, yet it's still not. It's still 100%. not, yeah, it's still not 31 days, you know. Um, but even if you exclude the month of February, yeah, the moment, the moment that the ball, you know, the ball drops mm-hmm. in New York on the first of January, you wake up after celebrating. What really changes, man? When your skin looks how our skin looks, like to be honest with you, you know, the holidays at that point, the holidays, if you if you wake up to see the very next day, which will be the second of January. Right. The holidays are officially behind you, so to speak. Um, But now what has really changed? What has really changed? Because you still have young kids out there that's going to do boneheaded things. Some decide, you know, just they they look at it, man, as being innocent. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, again, just being young and dumb, so right. to speak. But in the wrong place at the wrong time, then all, the next thing you know, they the next headline. Yep. It's like, it's interesting. Being so-called black, it's almost as though we're stated to be the same color that's used as ink for the next headline in the newspaper. Mm. And it's like, man, if you read all of the words that's on the newspaper, man, all of those words could be the body counts, man, of those that are falling, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, making a, a, a you know, a wrong decision, so to speak. That wasn't in a lot of, in, in a lot of senses, it's not, it's not deemed fair. 
because of the color of their skin. You know, I really don't, I don't like talking about this a lot of times, man, because really when you talk about it, it's like, you know, sometimes you get choked up over it because that's, you know, that's your feelings on this. Yeah. You know, you can't hide this. You can't run from this. It's not like you can put on a mask and you can just say, hey, well, I just won't put up with it tomorrow because I'll look different tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then if I look different, I can blend in. 100%. That'd, that'd be even more hurtful if you could, just to see if it's what you thought it was when you wore the color. Yeah, yeah, just see you the know. flip side. Yeah, that right there, that might break you even more. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. So, man, I you know, my thing is this here, man. The term black, is it a color? Is it an action or is it a sentence? A pending sentence. It depends on how you look at it. Like you mentioned, uh, what really changes at the beginning of the year, right? And you look at certain people who look at the term black as dirty, you know, something that, you know, shouldn't be touched or something that's tainted. Look at this, certain people that look at the word black as a word of empowerment, as a word of uh, encouragement. Power, you know what I'm saying? You look at some people who uh, take pride in that. So I think it's about, and we go back to history. I go back to history like, yo, if you don't know your history, then you never could take power in what it is you are. You know, you never could really tap into that. But by that, okay, by that statement, right? Yeah. That means we already limited because a lot of us don't know our 100%. history. And won't know the full history. Yeah. You know what I find? I don't mean to cut you off, man. Nah, go ahead. One thing that I find, I find this most interesting, right? And going back to the month, right? And you celebrate a month. Um, for a lot of a lot of other people in the world, right? That may be of another nationality, another you know, so-called color, um, ethnicity, but, but you know, whatever the label may be. Mm-hmm. It's like I've and I've I've done this. I've done this. I've asked I've asked people before. You know, like what's your heritage? And you know the interesting thing about it, first it's like people will stop and give you <laughs> give you crazy look, huh? Heritage? What do you mean? You know? Then you know I'm, I get to ask, and I'm like, okay, well, I switch it up, you know. So what? Okay, tell me a little bit about your background, you know, like, and so they, you know, they some of them they start off and they could tell me about you know their parents and stuff like that, but others. And I've even, I've done this with multiple races, right? Yeah. What I find to be most intriguing, like, in a large part, the most, most of the Caucasians that I've, you know, I've asked, a lot of times they stop and they say, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know. And when I hear them say, I don't know, I just, for me, I'm, I'm amazed, right? I'm like, I'm amazed because, not because they say that they don't know, but I'm amazed because when they say, I don't know, in my mind, I'm like, that's a choice. 100%, bro. You have a choice in the matter not to want to know. Or by you saying you don't know, that's just a choice. It was never important to you. For us, so many of us want to know and we unable to know. 100%. And it's just like, I look at that and it's to me, man, it's just, it's, it's, 
man, I, I, bro, like, I'm in awe. I'm like, I'm just, I'm stunned. I'm floored. I'm like, so you meet, hold on, let me get this right. Both of your parents together. Check. You know about, you know the race of your mother, your father. Your grandparents still alive. Check. But you don't know. You've never once wanted to ask them, you know, about where they may have come from or their parents, parents with it. I've never thought to ask. See, like I would say, bro, like and I I hear some people that may say, well, y'all have the opportunity to know we talk about black people like y'all have the opportunity to know now with all this technology. But I think the point is like you have. And I'm, and I'm guilty of it. You know what I'm saying? We don't go no deeper than surface level. Like my mom, my dad, my grandparents, that's it. No, but it starts surface level, bro. To be honest with you, to, to, to keep it a buck with you, me, I read the, I read the believe surface level. Why? Because number one, surface level is, well, within the family. Like, for example, when you're able to track it back because your parents told your parents told you because of of course your parents know their parents mm-hmm. and then if your parents parents telling you about their parents i'm going to trust that all day yeah yeah nah i'm going to be real with you what i don't really trust though is i'm getting ready to go there i'm What's sorry up? i'm not sorry what i don't trust is a system oftentimes and it's it's been proven in history even with the census, you can go back and this is what I'm talking about. I'm not this. This isn't this isn't hearsay. This is factual information. You can go back in the history of doing the census. They had census takers. Yeah, they would go around. And oftentimes what they would do is they would just they will write down. They weren't going around and actually asking people of color, you know, certain things. They would go out and they pretty much would. They had the power to pin. So what they would do is our fate was in their hands. They told us who we were. That's why over the course of years, you stop and you look at it. And the interesting thing about it, it's like out of all of the, you know, out of all of the races that you have. With us, like our name is always changing. It's a revolving door when it comes to names. We've went through a revolving door. Listen to what I'm saying. We've been through a revolving door of names. And to be honest with you, in the next 20 years, who am I to say that it probably won't change again? We'll probably go from African-American to something else. But you can go backward. From African-American, you can go to what? Uh, Afro-American. You can go to, you know, black. You can go to, you know, uh, Negro. You can go just, it's always changing. Mm-hmm. But we got to stop and we need to wonder like, why is it always changing? You know? Now, and, uh, oh, my bad. Not to cut you off, but I was going to say, like, yo, with the history thing, like, you think uh, you go, we don't go surface level. We go to mom, dad, grandparents, and then it stops there. And then we could dig a little bit deeper, you know, tap into resources or things like that. And then, you, like you said, you run into the problem of people back in the day who wasn't accurately uh, documenting the black history. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you go to people who their family has been separated so much that it only goes so far. And that's all the records they have. So it's like, I feel that, um, and this is, I feel that with history, as far as our culture goes and blacks go, 
with slavery, it jumbled a lot of things up and it caused us to uh, lose a lot of faith and um, in that in, in the history area. It caused us to lose our faith, lose a lot of uh, knowledge and it kind of discouraged us for a moment. So, yeah, we got the technology now, but you also have all the years of laws being enacted, all the years of discouragement, all the years of discrimination and all those generational um, memories being passed down uh, on top of all of that, if that makes sense. No, I definitely I, I get what you So saying. it's like, yo, why? You know what I mean? I, I kind of see where it is now. But on the flip side, like you said, we had opportunity to, to look about history, but I understand, too, why some people don't choose not to. I mean, you know I get I'm it. And then like today, for example, let's just say Simon says, if Simon says that back, OK, back during the census, Simon says you were black. Then again, the formula. See, one thing about the formula, man, I always talk about the formula, man. But when you see something works, bro. Are you gonna deviate from what you see working? Nah, you're gonna keep it, you're gonna keep going like it is. If you see where it's now a call that people wanna know who they are, right? Then you start to provide certain avenues to provide the people with they so called what what they feel they want, right? But again, if back in the nineteen, you know, let's just say in the early nineteen hundreds, whatever, man. You know, you you were telling the people who they were then. Like today, you flip it. How can we still tell the people who they are? What but allow them to believe they have the power, or feel like the power is still in their hands. Like to be honest with you, I'm a, uh, to keep it a buck. This is just me. Yeah, I do not trust like those genius. I I don't I don't trust those tests and stuff like that. I don't. It's man. I read up man where it was one situation in which man. Somebody did a test yeah. on the on the genealogy uh, test or whatever. And what they wound up doing is they took their dog and let their dog DNA, you know, uh, rest on it. And they <laughs> sent it. And they started telling the dog, like, reading to the dog like the dog was human. I'm like, oh, you have this, that, and other. We're talking about a dog, man. So it's just like, no, nah, I mean, just, it's just me personally, man. No, nah, I understand. It's just like, man. It's ways to go about doing it the right way, you know, to to find out the answers that you see. It's one brother, man, and I'm going to give this brother a shout out right now. It's one brother that I do follow, and, you know, he's doing amazing things, man. The brother's name is Dan Calloway. Like, just, like, you need to peep his material, man. Like, seriously. The man is official with it. And he doesn't just tell you stuff. This man tells you how to go about researching it and how to get the answers that you see, you know. Um, I got to check him out. Yeah. And it's like, man, we that's that's for another time. But I want to go and I want to ask you another question, brother. Like, what's what's a fear? Or we we don't even have to stop at a fear. What if you don't mind telling some of the the listeners or watches, man? Like, that's not accustomed to the so-called black experience. What is yeah. the black experience first and foremost? What would like what what would you say it is? Man, um the black experience, man. Um that's a that's a deep question to be honest. I would say that um it's fun at times, it's scary at times, it's empowering. Um at times it can be discouraging. Uh it's a mixture of all those things. Um and I think it's just like 
That's what I. That's why I would go with. Like it's a mixture of all those. Okay, so let's start with fun. Yeah, What's uh, I would fun say fun it? because it's like trendsetters. You know, you you look at the trends as being set. You look at the music being made, the dances. You know, the cultural influence of things that we do. And uh, it's like, whoa, man, like, yo, that's dope. That's You know what I'm saying? Like, and I you think to yourself, it's like, man, and that's when that's it's, you, yeah, yeah you like, yo, honestly, all of the negativity that we got a lot of time, man, that came from us. That's yeah, something that's so exactly. beautiful. And it's like, man, like the dances, the, you know, just the, the rhythm, forms, just man. watch. Yeah, yeah. The expression. That's what it is. 100%. And one thing about us, man, we've always been, you know, we've always done well with wearing our expression. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of time people tell you, bro, you have no poker face. And that was because a lot of time it wasn't intended to be a poker face. 100%. Like I want you to feel what I feel right now. Like I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You know, and it's just like, man, it's, they, they got to say, man, they say hell has no fury like a woman scorn. And you meet that woman that's scorn. It's right. like yeah. you know, you, you know, hundred like, percent. Boy, hey, you feel every hey, every inch of that right. The hairs on the back of your neck on fire yeah. because she on fire, hundred percent. But it's like, man, you're right. Now let's talk about. You said something else, man. You said, uh, you said it's fun at times. Yeah, it's discouraging at times. Let's talk about that. Uh, just because of the fact of the injustices that you see, you know what I'm saying. But just and you think like, yo, we in this day and age, the most technological advanced age and we still have things happening uh because of skin color or because of ethnicity or your nationality and it's like you know what i'm saying it's kind of discouraging um and uh that's not the most powerful form or i would say that's not the that's not what you should focus on and allow that to discourage you but at times you can't deny the fact that when you hear things like that or see things that are done to black people just because of or it might not be blatant that is uh, just because they're black, but you know for a fact that this injustice doesn't happen anywhere else or to any other people as much as it does to black people. You know, I wanna I wanna add something on that if I may. Discouraging. Uh, one of the things that makes it discouraging is the fact of understanding. For a lot of us, we understand this. Things aren't fair. If we're gonna be if we're gonna be brutally honest right now, yeah. things aren't fair. It's like, it's almost like if you playing a basketball game, you already understand that, okay, although we're going to, we're going to, we're going to fake the funk and we're going to jump ball just like how we would in a normal game. But in all honesty, on the scoreboard, they already have 12 points. Yeah. It's like you fighting out of a hole. It's almost like you face, you face with this obstacle to have to, Program your mind to believe I have to be perfect in order to make it. I can't make the mistake. When my when my mother told me when I was a little man, and I, I'm sure I'm not the only one that, you know, the parent, you know, a parent has warned him about this or told him this. But she told me, she was like, son, you were born with two strikes. Listen to what I just said. My my mother told me, she said, son, you was born with two strikes. Number one, this is what she said verbatim. You black and you a male. Mm-hmm. In America, you born with two strikes. So you think about that for a second. Think about that. 
one of the things that's 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 never been a good look, we get in trouble, catch a charge, whatever the charge may be, if you got drugs, whatever, you know. Over here on the right, Lil Johnny, he did the same exact thing you did. Matter of fact, you and Lil Johnny were together. Y'all got caught together. Lil Johnny got a slap on the wrist. Not you. You got a death kiss. It's like... 100%. The thing about it, though, is like, and all that did for you, if that was your first, all it's doing is it's already starting your record. A record in which they state, depending on how young you are, now you're going to be in this, you're going to be a familiar name in the system that's going to keep popping up. That's what statistics state. Lil Johnny, however, Lil Johnny might, you know, he might get off depending on what he was doing, whatever, you know. A lot of times, you know, they'll find... They'll find help, you know. He'll rehab. A lot of times, you're not granted that opportunity. Opportunity. That's often the thing that's missing. And that's a resource for a lot of people. Opportunity. You know, discouraging. Understanding that you face with these challenges, these sets of unique challenges. But you got to learn how to maneuver through that. You know, sometimes you have to learn how to, for a lot of people, the worst thing for a lot of people is trying to negotiate. Understand it already. You see what's going on. You see it for what it is. I got to still try to, you know, I still have to try to negotiate here. Now, here it is. You've developed something that's extraordinary. Now, all of a sudden, you see where it's getting ready to get, you know, it's getting ready to be taken from you. So now you already thinking in my I can't win this war. But I at least right now, the, the, the last thing I could do is try to negotiate my way. L- listen, all right. At least give me 10%. Now here it is. You, you created that. Now you asking for 10%. I feel you on that. Like, But uh, that, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, bro. But that, again, now that situation, name, the one thing that could be lacking in that situation is the education. That's why oftentimes education is truly important. Exactly. It's truly important because from that, you know, you understand when you understand that law. Now, one thing about it, you understand that law and how the law works. You become 100 percent. You become an asset. 100 percent, bro. And I think that's what, you know, like if you already know, like you said, that's a strong sentiment too. like you already got two, two, two strikes against you. I feel like educating yourself on your surroundings, your area. Knowing, you know what I'm saying, just the, the way of the land sometimes is, uh, you can use that to your advantage. And I think that's uh, that's something that we just have to tap into. Whether we're given that or whether we have to work a little harder to get it, we still have to tap into the opportunity that we're given of education. You oh, know that's what I'm fact, man. That's factual. So with that being said, man. What's up? I want to ask you a question, like another one, man. Fear. Yeah. Talk a little bit about one of the things that you fear while being black? Uh, I fear like somebody challenging me because I'm black and I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a black man. Like I fear, fear somebody challenging me that. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Like I don't fear. I don't feel like all cops are bad. I feel like it's a few cops that give cops a bad name. But at the end of the day, it's still cops out there that may not like me just because I'm black. And they may 
whatever the case may be, their upbringing, you know, what they were taught as children. Uh, and they could carry that on into that career path. And I fear that, and not just cops, any man, any person that uh, has a stigma about me just because I'm black and I'm a man, they don't get to know the person behind the skin color, you know, uh, because I feel like growing up, um, I wasn't taught to hate, you know what I'm saying? I was taught um, what was done in my history, you know what I'm saying? And that education side of it. But at the end of the day, I feel like um, going past that and getting to know somebody and not basing what, what, uh, not basing them based off their skin color, um, always took, always take me farther and always take anybody farther than, uh, than, than, than those biases will. But that's my fear, man. It's just like somebody challenging me that because of that, because I know that it, because they were taught and they was giving misinformation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So that's your fear. Yeah. What's yours? Your, that's your personal fear, right? Yeah. What's up? Okay. So that's your personal fear for you, right? So one thing I want to ask you is, okay, let's flip it now. What's up? Because see, now you're a father. So you have a you have a young daughter now. Mm-hmm. Your daughter is of age. I mean, let's just say your daughter is of age. Let's say she's a teenager. One thing about teenagers, teenagers love to have fun. They love, they don't want to, they want to be out in the nest a little more. They want to be out, you know, with their friends, you know, that's, that's how they stress it, man. My friends, but, but yeah. So what's your fear now being that you're a father of a teenager? Um, I don't want her to get caught up with something, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you young, you inexperienced and sometimes not, uh, sometimes naive fun. Um, can get you caught up in a lot of situations. And like you said, it's some people that are privy to just because of their skin color, they may get off on lesser charges than versus somebody with a darker complexion. And uh, even if they did the same action, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that's a part of my fear too, just making sure her she chooses her friends wisely, making sure she educated on the right and wrong things to do and um, understanding uh, not everybody is going to accept her. Like she accepts everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. But at mm. the same time, I don't want her to become discouraged about making friends either. Or let because, hate seep in. Exactly. That's, because that's, when you when you taught though when you taught those things and you learn that history at such a young age, then you can you can become jaded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not the goal. The goal is to understand where you came from and then those hurdles that you overcame despite of the laws that was in place and things like that. I think that's where the empowerment comes from. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, attempt to answer the question that you asked. I didn't yeah, forget about up? it. So me, uh, a fear. Um, what's a fear that uh, well, number one, um, when I was a teenager, it's like it's crazy because it's like certain fears have changed over the years or certain things that, you know, um, prompt worry, so to speak, they've changed over the years. So when I was, uh, when I was little man, I was in middle school. I was, uh, I was shown, a um, I was shown this tape where the class was shown the tape and, um, in this tape, that was my first introduction of Emmett Till. They told a story of what happened, man, and you saw that the hate involved 
I don't know, man. Like I, I went home and I was like, I was, I was messed up to the point to, I went home and by that, by that time I had uh, earned a little responsibility from my parents. I was home by myself. And I remember I couldn't even look in the mirror, man. Cause it's like, I sat there and if I looked in the mirror, the image of what I saw on that tape of that little boy, what they did to that little boy, it messed me up. Okay. It messed me up. <clears throat> So that was that was the uh, early introduction of fear, knowing that there were people in this world that could get away with doing that. And then, you know, um, like I in elementary school, I had a crush on a Caucasian girl and that was like yeah. my first time. Like, that was honestly my first time being turned down. And I, I find out why. And. You know, it was your skin, you know, skin tone. I didn't understand that at the time. I wasn't raised to hate anybody, you know. Um, but yeah, I went to a predominantly white school. So it's like all of that tied together, you know. It was discouraging in elementary school. Fast forward to middle school. It became fear of certain things, you know, being in situations, man, and just, it, it helped me to always, you know, the, the, the function and, and maneuver a little more safer. It's like, I like certain things, man. I'm like, uh, nah, you know, get I pulled over. Then like when I became a teenager, a little later, like my later stages of being a teenager, I got pulled over. And then I, when I got pulled over, you know, immediately I'm sitting there in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking all of the things you bet not do. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm sitting there saying, keep your hands where he can see them. Don't reach for nothing. You know, communicate with him. You know, um, all of this stuff. So I remember, you know, when that situation went down, I went and I talked to my best friend, you know, and I spoke to him about it. And the craziest part about it, like we were coming from a game one night and this was his first time getting pulled over. And I'm talking, I'm watching him and I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the officer. He's shining the light. You know, it was dark. He's shining the light inside of the vehicle, talking to us. We're talking to him. And, you know, I'm looking at my boy. My boy is shaking. He's shaking. And I'm sitting up there. I'm like, I say, gee, I say, you all right. You all right. Shaking. Blue all you see, man. It, I don't know what it is, man. It's just, it's eerie. It's like, man, colors were meant to be... Colors were supposed to be vibrant to the world, but in certain situations, bro, they become horrific. Yeah. On a dark night, man, a, a, a set of blue lights, man, and then, you know, you, you see that, man, and the blue lights start piercing through, you know, it's piercing through the darkness that's in your car. It's like, man, you sitting around and- The reflection of it and yeah, stuff like man, that. It's, yeah, it's, man, it's, it's eerie. I feel you. But that, you know, that was the, the next situation. And then- Getting pulled over again, man. Um, I got pulled over. This one, this was when I was in my mid twenties. I got pulled over, and I had my baby, my baby boy in the back seat. No, excuse me, it was my daughter. It was my daughter that was in, she was a baby. She was in the back seat, man. I didn't by that time, you know, getting pulled over. I, I was accustomed to it. I already know. Again, keep your hands where you can see. If you do need to get your wallet, you com you know, you you communicate with them. Yeah. So um. I wasn't I wasn't bothered by that. But then I started seeing like it wasn't just that cop. By that time, like I started noticing a difference within the decades. Then by this time, 
man, it was three cop cars came up behind me. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, man, why take three cop cars? And then the cop cars, it's like you had two officers in, you know, each car. I'm, I'm sitting up there, I'm like, man, I pray to God, nothing go nothing go down. You know what I'm saying? If it does go down, like, man, I'm by myself. You know, I, I at that time, I wasn't, I wasn't programmed to, you know, to have my phone on or just like let somebody hit me or hit a situation that's occurring. Now, if I do, I let my, you know, I let my wife know, look, I'm, I'm getting pulled out. Like, look, you on the phone, just listen to, you know, but it's just like, man, all of these things you have to go through is like, you know, or you hear that, you lost boy, bro, like them word, you know, those words, depending on where you at, you on a dark road, you lost boy. Man, I can imagine being back there when they, you know what I'm saying? You already know what's about to you, go down. You talking about back then, I'm talking about it's still going on today. Today, it's like, man, this stuff is, is real. It, it's like, these are the different fears, man, that, you know, it, it's just, it, it's it's still it's still ingrained within the history that we're still living in today. Now, like, I would say, like, I would say that, um, like, like you said, when you was younger, learning that in um, school, elementary school, middle school, like, it's like, it's messed up because it's, you realize the depth and the brutality that was going on and the like I said, the laws that was in place and the systematic um, oppression that was put in place, right? So then as you grow up, it makes you question, it brings up the question of like, is this still going on? You know what I'm saying? Is this still happening? And I, I look at it as, or I use the analogy of like a firefighter, right? Firefighter nowadays has so much gear on, it's much harder to get burned or get scored by the fire, but it's still the it's still the possibility of getting scored by the fire. And I think that's how it is as the progression goes on uh, with race. Like, yeah, we are farther than we were back in the 60s to 50s, slavery times, right? But at the same time, racism is still prevalent and it's still, uh, it may not be upfront like it is, but it's still there. And um, I think you have to uh, always be mindful of that. Uh, you have to be mindful of that. That makes sense. I definitely, I, it does make sense. I want to say something on that uh, analogy that you just gave, like firefighters, right? Yeah. But now I can come back and I can um, provide a rebuttal. I can say it's no different than, like, for example, man, you got different drugs out here now. And the drug's sole purpose is to, you know, uh, make sure that certain sicknesses, diseases, infections, whatever, yeah. don't occur. But then you got individuals out there now that's become more riskier and they become more willing to take a risk because they're like, so, you know, they start looking at it. It's almost like this. It's almost like sometimes providing uh, a means of immortality to some in their mind. They're thinking, okay, well, so what? I mean, if I go out there and I get this or that, I mean, I can always go and, you know, take this or I'm taking this already because it prevents this. So, why should I mask up or why should I uh, protect myself or whatever? Yeah. It's like now it's, you know, it induces thoughts of, you know, recklessness to a degree. So it's like it's a it's a double it's a double edged sword, man. It's it's like almost pick your poison, because even if you're taking a medication, a lot of people don't read all of these medications. A lot of these medications may not even agree with your biology, but you. You steady throwing it down because now you think it, you only live once, you know. So it's like, you know, 
I just wonder. I just wanted to provide that because I, I have different thoughts on that. Saying like, you mean like as far as what? Like, so like with the firefighter analogy, like um, you were saying that. Okay, so you started talking about technology and how you know, oftentimes with the technology nowadays, you know, it helps. Like even with the you know, you know the the protective layers yeah, that they yeah, put yeah. on and so stuff like, like it, that. I was you. I was saying like firefighters now that are less prone to get burned. But there's still a possibility of getting burned or getting hurt, seriously hurt by the fire. So it's like people may look at racism like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But what were you, what were you I, saying with it, the medicine? With me, I was saying now, the, the, okay, so the collective, for a lot of people, with a lot of people, they think to themselves, okay, let's just talk about the fire, the fire, yeah. the fire being whatever. Sexually transmitted diseases, fire could be, you know, a, a, you know COVID, whatever. A lot of people say, so what? I already took my shot. I don't have to mask. I remember exactly when, you know, people were free to do whatever they wanted to do. Then all of a sudden, but I didn't, you know, I, I've, I've been shot three times, you know. So, I, you know, I'm protected. That's what people started saying. I'm already protected. So, a lot of the protective, you know, measures weren't even, they weren't even taking those anymore, you know, because they felt, they put all the onus on the medication. Yeah. The same applies for, like, uh, I saw a commercial, man. Like, people sit around nowadays, like, they they can take a pill or something like that. And then from them taking the pill, they don't have to worry about contracting uh, HIV or something like that. Like, now people are like, okay, if I can take the pill and I don't have to worry about that. What you think people going to do then? You know, what do you think people going to do with that type of freedom? I feel you on that. You so you're saying, saying, like, with... You saying just in general as yeah, I'm far just talking as like about in general. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, just talking gotcha. about in general. Yeah, understood. Yeah, when you yeah, said yeah, that, that it just made me think. That about is it. a double edged sword. Yeah, though. you know what I'm saying. You have people that's like, yo, I hit take it head on now. Exactly. But it's like, hey, bro, you still, you and, know what I'm saying? And and Which for I understand all they, that. yeah, but and even for all they know, so you don't catch a disease or you don't whatever. But then now your body breaking down because of the medication. It's just like I can understand. You got to do your research. Nah, I feel you on that. Yeah. But um now trauma. Yeah. What 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 do you think like what do you think about the traumas? Like I'm still trying to keep it on the black you know the black yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. What it like uh talk to me right now man kind of enlighten the world that may have a legit question on like what are what are the traumas that do exist or the the traumatic uh uh tipping points that have happened man in which a lot of people have to you know endure or have endure, you know Endured over the years, um, like I lost history. You know the fear of death, or intimate um, bodily harm, or just harm in general. Um, lack of resources, things of that nature, to where it's like lack. You know what I'm saying? A lot of lack, or mm. a lot of uh, injustice. Mm. And I feel like sometimes that could be prevalent in people's minds, and. Um, they take that anger outward, or they take that discouragement out. It, it that discouragement and um and that those feelings and those emotions turn into anger, and they express that outward, and um uh, that create that's where that trauma I think um manifests outward because the trauma on the inside manifests outward into anger. I feel like into devious acts or into you know not so uh, beneficial acts. I like that man. That's that's deep man. You know what I'm saying. Definitely, definitely. All right. So, what about what do you feel about the misconceptions of being black? The misconceptions that exist. Oh yeah. Uh. So this is like 
something that um that's an interesting question, man. I really like that because it's like okay, misconceptions are black. Like it's both sides to it because it's you have that that the, the notion of like yo, we're not all ignorant, we're not all thugs and gangsters, we're not all you know stupid or uneducated. We're competent. You were competent. You feel me? Oh, we're not less than secondhand citizens. None of that. And then you have on a misconception of like, we're not all educated. We're not all rule following citizens. We're not all, you know, um, putting our best foot forward. You feel me? And uh, those are the push and pulls because it's like for me, myself, and I think this was like the question I wanted to get to is like, as a black person, right? I understand why people push the rhetoric of black empowerment, um, their black history, the black injustices and things of that nature. Um, I just don't know the effects of that or the approaches if they're all correct. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I feel like we, yeah, we we were experiencing injustices. We experienced those things and it has happened um, back in the history, but we also advanced too. You know what I'm saying? And um, we have on the flip side, um, people that say, yeah, we advanced, but we still experience injustices. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. You might be able to word it better than I can, but I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, it definitely does. It definitely oh, does. If I, if I went on a tangent, did I answer the question? Nah, you, you answered it, man. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, like, you, did, you did a good job, bad, man. Bad. Yeah. Um, so... All right, I'm asking a lot of questions, man. You got any nah, questions for me, man? No, 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 no. I feel like, uh, you know, you said the misconceptions of being black, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something like a push and pull thing amongst, I don't know if it's amongst black people, amongst people in general, but it's like, you know, like I said, the approach, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand people's plight because I want to voice my thing on too. Like, yo, man, if I see an injustice and, um, or if I see, you know, something that I feel like is is wrong, I will speak up on it. But I feel like it's the approach also. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where the rhetoric kind of gets lost because certain people have approaches that may be more uh, aggressive, may be more dangerous, may be more um, proactive, may be more reactive. And you have to be careful with that because the message is to end the injustice. You know what I'm saying? But if, if, if your approach is off, then that's going to get lost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, for instance, like, uh, let me, let me make sure I'm getting it right. Why talk about the ignorant? Because why we talk about the ignorant black people, the ignorance that people, black people do because we, uh, and, and not always talk about the good. And I feel like for me, it's like, we have to talk about the ignorance that we do so we can fix it. We can shine light on it so it could get better and we could recognize it and make corrections. I, and then you had a uh, hold on. Oh, go we ahead, had go a flip ahead. side to where why are we always talking about the uh the good. You know what I'm saying? Why are we always talking about the great black people? And it's like because we have that side that's making more positive changes and more positive uh steps foot putting that more positive foot forward. And that could be the example that we could build off of um to continue to propel us forward. You know what I'm saying? I like that, man. Um, so that's that's my push and pull because I understand both sides. So it's stated. Now, it's stated. This part, I don't have, you know, I don't have accurate uh, statistics to back this, but it's stated. Yeah. That's that's all I can do is just say what's stated or what's been, what's been said to me. It's been said to me that it's more Caucasian people on this earth 
than us. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if that's the case, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times when you turn on the news, you watch, you know, um, you watch uh, whatever on TV. And you see a negativity happen. Yeah. A lot of times, what does the, what does that color of negativity normally look like? Uh, it's mixed. I feel like it's mixed. It's mixed. Yeah. The majority. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. We'll we'll go with what you said. It's mixed. Okay. When something dominates a headline, oftentimes. Yeah. Negatively, what does it look like? Um. I'm not. I can't say either. I I, I can't say either way. Uh, which it would be because I see I see where you're going at. But where am I going at? Like blacks, uh, negative headlines versus if something was done um, um, opposite race. Like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know because the way I feel is like. Like I said, I understand both sides, but at the same time, I know black people commit crime or commit crimes too. So it's like, I mean, yeah, same goes for any other race. You know what I'm saying? That's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm black and it's like, man, they always showing black people because that's the first thing I notice. Like when I walk in a room, the first thing I notice is black people. But you just said something though. What's up? Now I want you to hear what you said now because you just read something. You yeah. said, okay, you 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 begin to st- uh, start talking about. You know, okay, when you start talking about the great, the great black people, mm-hmm. it's only a few. That's it's no mo- five. Nah, it's super, it's super massive. Go back over, uh, go back over what you said. I said, why are we always talking about the black, black uh, good black people? Um, because we're trying to, because we want to focus on that to move forward and continue to move forward into a positive. Um, go to the, to the beginning of what you said. I said, why we, uh, people may ask, because this is the two conversations that go on. People may ask, why are we always talking about the ignorance? And that's because we're trying to shine a light on that to make changes or to correct that so we can move into a positive direction. Okay, I'm going to pause that. What's up? So that's your belief, right? Yeah. Why people always focused on the ignorance mm-hmm. or talking about it, right? I tend to believe differently. Well, I don't think that's the sole uh, thing. I'm saying like... I'm just, people, well, okay, maybe we on two different pages. I'm talking about like the news outlets. Yeah. And brother... Oh, well, I'm gonna ask you this here. What's up? Do you you watch a lot of news? Uh, not lately, but I do. I, like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the, I, I've heard the conversation of like they always highlighting black people in crime, but they showing the worst mug shots of black people. Or <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, uh, they always have um, the headlines like um, criminal felon commits blah blah blah. But if it may be another nationality, or another race, or white person, it's like principal of school commits so-and-so crime and it's like very like you know what I'm saying structure it's not very detailed but at, at all. the same time I don't know that to be fact because I'm thinking like what if Buddy was a criminal what if Buddy was a felon you know what I'm saying they not lying they telling the truth you know what I'm saying at the same time though Buddy could have been a felon early on in his life and changed his life okay. you know what I'm saying they only focus on that I can't know I, I don't look that deep into the story to figure out so cool so what we gonna do what we gonna do? Cause this is what we doing here. We have, you know, we have situations in which we might not agree on everything. You know, it's easy. You know, 
You don't have to take our word for it, but you can always do your own research. And in the meantime, we're going to do our research as well. Facts. And this is one of them situations where statistically we'll see. That's what that's what we're going to do now. We're going to check that out. Um, cause I Now, what I do know and What's what up? I can drop on you is I know this to be factual. Between, you know, um, Nixon and Reagan, those two areas right there, it was in the tabloids, it was dominated. Super predators. And super predators look like you and I. Now, because of that, it was, you know, it, it was a lot of people that did a lot of jail time. Yeah. You know. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. And that was like, well, I don't know if that was doing the Nixon and Reagan thing. Was was that doing the crack epidemic yeah, too? That, that's exactly that when it happened. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Now they were saying it, like the whole the uh, discrepancy between the weights of cocaine versus crack. Exactly. It's the same exact thing. But on top of that though, if it's the same exact thing, why wasn't it why wasn't it treated like the same exact again? Certain certain people have resources in which 100%. slap on the wrist, get rehab. Other people, life thrown away. So what the, what happens when that one particular life is thrown away? Certain people look at it that have, you know, that that's just Certain people look at that and say, "Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one life." Yeah. But that one life affects a family. Mm. That if that one life was a man that had a child, now it affects that whole household. Now I would say this, bro. Like walking downtown, right? You know where uh, the park, that that big park. We don't we don't have to say the name, but like the mm-hmm. big, the big park downtown, well, the nice. Well, one. Well, we. Oh, I yeah. I didn't know if it was like you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm talking about foresight. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So in foresight, right? Um. Walking through there to go to class, right? That's a beautiful area, man. Like, even just walking through there, mm-hmm. I would, uh, just, that would break my mood. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like, you growing up in a maybe uh, not so, not a neighborhood that doesn't have that, um, those types of things, like, may play a part on that, right? So, it's like, I can Play understand. a part in what? Uh, uh, play a part in how somebody turns out. Like, for instance, like, you walking in a neighborhood that has litter, you know what I'm saying? All over the streets. I see what you're saying. You feel so me? So if that particular park has, you know, has needles and stuff in the, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm so, saying? You got people, crack, uh, you got drug addicts hanging around, stuff like that. I could see how that could affect somebody's upbringing um, thing versus going to Foresight. You walk into class, it's beautiful. People out on the thing, sunbathing, it's like nice, manicured, and it makes you feel good. It gives you that good feeling. Not saying you can't still get into things, but at the same time, it'll be... Um, a lot harder to stick like it'd be I feel like it'd be a lot harder to get into things the like that outreach, there. The yeah. order out you know so it's almost like you know it all looks obtainable at exactly that point. exactly yeah. so um like you said it all looks attainable so I can understand from my like the, the black experience like you said why certain people take certain paths you know what my discrepancy is is other options out there now how close those options are are different because you have certain black people the same thing. Certain black people uh, have better opportunities than others. Some don't. Some people come from the same neighborhood and they and they become great. They don't revert back to the neighborhood or the an environment they are. But with that also, if I may, yeah, with that ahead. also, it's, it's different factors that go into that as well. Like, it's not just people being in the same neighborhood and then all of a sudden they make it out. It's factors that go, it's like, 
it's like if you look at your arm, man, you look at your arm and then you see these multiple veins. Mm -hmm. And so the multiple veins, it's like branches. They branch out. So what happens is opportunity may come from one of those screams that lead outward. So they could they could have messed around and had to do time after school, you know, uh, for detention. And in, in, in doing so, they mess around and actually found somebody that actually cared about them. And said, you know what, I ain't going to give up on you. And this person would determine not to give up on them. So follow them. Some people, it turned out it's the certain talents. It's their God-given talents and gifts. Yeah. That, that's their way out. It's like, man, people... People come in now. All of a sudden, they they like and and they keep it a, they keep it a buck, man. A lot of times, man, it's selfish reasons in which they get out. The selfish reason is the other person looking at the talent this person has and say, you know what, I need that on my team. So it's selfish reasons. But God will use that selfish reason for, from the other person to actually pull them out of that environment, and they capitalize on it and say, you know what, I actually you know I actually belong here. Or this is what better looks like. I want I want my mother to experience better, so 100%. they help bring the family out. It's a lot of times, you know. But now that's one side of the coin. But on the other side of the coin, when opportunities not giving, yeah, and the resources aren't there, then what happens? But you see that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't come from the streets, you know what I'm saying? That's just a disclaimer. So I can never put myself in that mindset. But from my perspective, I'm like, bro, if I'm selling. If I'm a drug dealer, or if I grew up in an environment, I'm even going to put a, a stamp on it. If I grew up in an environment where that's happening, my mindset is how do I get out, right? But at the same time, I can understand how that could be influential. But if you're seeing people get locked up, if you're seeing people get end up dead, it's crazy, though, because you said um, you have people in your lives that come in your lives, right? For me, I could have went down the same path because I was doing crazy stuff, too. But I did have people in my lives that looked out. That actually are examples to look after. Now I don't. I can't speak for nobody and say nobody ever has examples in their lives. But I do feel like you get some opportunities in your life. There's no way that you could have no opportunities in life. No, no facts. You know not, what I'm saying? No, not, I feel like everybody. This is just what this is my opinion. But I do feel like everybody, at some point in their life, when they're able to make a rational decision, yes. somebody gotta use somebody to come into your life say something to you to try to, you know, get you on a straight and narrow, so yeah. to speak. Now, again, ultimately, what happens is sometimes it's the point in which that person comes into their life. If that person tends to come into a teenager's life after the teenager already started dealing drugs and making money and seeing what fast money look like, oftentimes they're like, man, I can't listen to you, man. I got money rolling in here, mm -hmm. man. I'm making more money than you and you talking to me. So how you, you have nothing to say to me right now. I can see that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like now flip it and let's just say that that one person mess around and God forbid the person not got to do time. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden that brother that, that spoke to that young brother a long time ago, let's just say now he's, you know, let's just say he his, you know, his mission now, you know, in church, he's he's going to, to see people that's incarcerated. Now, all of a sudden, they build up a mutual rapport. Yeah. Now he's willing to listen. Gotcha. Because now, you see what I'm saying? Okay. But I, I do, it's timing, timing, timing is everything a lot of times, you know, because I hate to say it, it's like, man, Arrogance finds a way a lot of times when 
you see immediate success or uh, instant success. Yeah. Now all of a sudden 100%. you can't tell them nothing because how how you gonna how you gonna coach somebody that's never been beaten before? But I think that's why they call it the trap. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like, all the trap. That's the trap. You it's all the trap. And um, that's where I draw the line at because I feel like I think that's where it gets lost for me. Is because you have you have opportunities now in 2023 to be better. YouTube. You ain't even got to go to college no more. YouTube. People making money just learning how to trade on that. People making money off of this app called Toro where they renting out their cars. You feel me? So it's like, that's where I draw the line because there's so many opportunities out here. But I see how people could pick the examples out of the negative side, the ignorance. You know what I'm saying? And they make, they, they, they look at all the ignorance that's here. And, we, and I can't deny that because it is ignorance here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Drawing the line between um, drawing the line between uh, is it ignorance that's making it bad and we're blaming racism or is it racism that's causing the ignorance? You know what I'm saying? You know, racism, ignorance, sometimes even colorism, you know, because uh, we do it to ourselves too now. We do it to ourselves, but it, it all, okay. So it all just the root to it all is, it's the education, man. I go back to the education because it's like, you know, it's often stated when you know better, you do better. 100%. But oftentimes too, what happens is even when you know better, you do better. You, you supposed to function as, as such, but oftentimes now, with that being said, all of these, you, you're talking about 2023. 20, yeah. You got to realize, too, the generation we live in it is instant. Everything is instant gratification. And if we can't reach instant, then, hey, you know, yeah, I'm making money, man. But how I can, you know, how I can make more money? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, it's everything. It, we, you know, like the young ones want everything fast. And that's the thing, man. Sometimes it's it's better to go slow, go slow, understand it so that you can have something that lasts rather than be fast. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, uh, I'm with that, man. You rather know what I'm saying? Be fast and finish last. Be fast and finish last. A hundred percent, bro. Um, nah, man, I think, uh, now I would say like also too, like, you know, this ain't no hate podcast or anything like that. We're just speaking facts. Speaking of opinions, um, I do not like, you know, there's always I don't discredit that there's people out there that um want us to do bad, that want us to be down as black people, or just feel like uh how they feel towards us. Um, but I also would like to look inward first versus, you know what I'm saying, to spell it mm-hmm. out. That's my personal viewpoint on myself too. So I kinda like project that on black people because I'm black. If that makes sense, nah, you know what I mean, I'm saying? You, honestly, a lot of times, in a, in a lot of cases, you can only speak on what you've endured or what you've seen or what you've experienced. Yeah. Oftentimes, and that's simply what we're trying to speak on right now is you know, a lot of you know a lot of things that's affected us, even if it's been through the public eye, um, through hearsay or through experience. Um, 
personal experience, you know, having it's 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 just a lot that goes into it. Now, even with that being said, I, again, you know, I just I would like to say this as well. Now, with all of that being said, it, it's you know, we still we still got you know in this month of in this month of uh, January. I mean, February, excuse me. It's a lot that we have that we're, that we still fighting for, you know, in, in Black History Month. We still fighting for a lot. I mean, that's no, it's no secret. But we've, we, we have come, we've come, we've come to a point in which it is better than what it's been before. But we're not going to sit there and, and sugarcoat this like, you know, like it, we've reached perfection. We've reached the peak. That's 100%. not that's not what it is. And sometimes you got to pull the sheet over, you know, you got to pull that sheet over the ghost. And then you see what you have. 100%. You know, you see it for what it is. But with that being said, also, not all not all Caucasian people are bad and not all nah, Caucasian people definitely you not. know uh want to see us down you nah. know and every great movement that's ever happened throughout time and throughout history you know Caucasian people have played a part somehow and Most it definitely. takes unity Most you know definitely. to make things yeah. better to make it what it you know to make it what it really should be you know that's that's what I'm saying facts man and I'll add something too like I, I think that's why it's important to get context on what people are saying because I think that's a misconception too um, that people think just because we talk about the injustices of blacks or what's going on with blacks and all this stuff that we hate white people or that's what we pushing. It's like, nah, bro, you got to get the context of who's speaking it, what they're speaking about to understand what, what it is. And um, I think, and I don't want to speak for you, e, but I think what we're saying is just we're acknowledging what has happened and then trying to figure out um, how can we move forward from that. You know what I'm saying? And what's going on in the mix of that to clear out the mess so that we can create a path for progression. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. So, um, yeah, So man. it's like, um, I say there's one thing, uh, you know, about our history, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, sometimes being a person of color is like, you know, it's like you forced to, to see this proverbial corkscrew. And it's like, you know, with this, with this court screw, it's like uh, one side. On one side, you see, you know, you see the natural progression. You see those that's prosperous, and then on the other side, you know, it shows you the harsh realities that still present themselves. 1, and you can often see that same. You can see the same, the same root cause of some of those same issues way back when. Yep. But they they still evident today, so that's all we saying is, you know, sometimes you got to be, you know, you got to be able to sympathize and empathize with you know your fellow neighbor, you know, even if that neighbor may look a little different, you know, even if they may dress a little different, speak a little different, whatever. Hundred percent. You know, but one thing about us, we have to learn to. We have to really just learn to just love one another for who they are and just, you know, honestly, ask questions if you don't know. Don't assume. Just ask questions. That's the best way to go, you know, because from that understanding that you gain from, you know, that person exp uh, expressing how they feel or whatever, 
that right there may be the thing that can change your life, that can Big help facts. out in your life. On that note, brother. Yeah, man. I think we'll end it on that, man. Yes, um, sir. You guys like what you heard? Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a share. Appreciate the views. And uh, see you guys next Thursday, man. Peace. Real talk. No chance to increase finance. Bills pile up sky high. We appreciate you giving us a listen. If you like this episode and would like to engage with us or support, reach out through our social media platforms linked in the description. Tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.